Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. We are into week six of the NFL season. Can't believe I'm already saying, saying that. It is halfway through October. Um, last week, we got crushed. It's no other way around it. We got slaughtered. You know what? That's what happens when you have a gambling show. Some weeks, you're hot. Some weeks, you are not. And last week, we were on the losing side of a lot of things. So, uh, Here's the, apologize. Here's the good I thing. I even told Alex right before we recorded last week, I was like, I hate every single pick. You did. I, was I, like, yep. I, was, I don't like anything on the board this week. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. The week week four, uh, the public took money from the books for the first time in, of the whole year. So I, I had a feeling going into week five that the books were going to get get their share back. Um, yeah. And they did. Good thing, though, is that all of us, uh, including PB, who's not with us today on a flight, but uh, we're still all positive on the year. Right. So still still got positive records. So that's that's good. And uh, we're bouncing back this week. I can feel it. So yeah. You just got to stay away from the deposits. That's all you got to do. Yes. <laughs> Very true. That is that is the key to gambling is to not put more money into your account. So, uh, so this week we will try to uh, you know boost that account up a little bit with our picks and our locks. Um, so we are actually starting off with a dust bowl of the week and Thursday night. Uh, we got the Washington Com- Commanders <laughs> going against the Chicago Bears. Um, the spread is minus one, favoring the Bears because they are at home. Um, Alex, it looks like you have a pick on this one. Yeah. Um, so last Thursday we had Colts Broncos and this Thursday we get a, another Dust Bowl Commanders Bears. Thank you, Papa Bezos, for those uh, back-to-back thrillers on Thursday night. Hey, but, you know, we're all still going to watch, so uh, I think they're still winning that one. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the under on this. Um, right now it's at 38 on DraftKings um, and it's probably if it closes under the 37, 37 and a half, it'll be one of the lowest, if not the lowest totals on the entire year. Um, the one thing the bears can do is run the ball. And the one thing that the Washington defense can do is stop the run. And on the flip side, the one thing that the commander's offense can do is pass the ball. And the one thing that the bears defense can do is stop the pass. So um, got a good feeling that there, this is going to be a, another, Another dust bowl, another poop bowl on Amazon, and uh, gonna take the under. Yeah, I I think I would lean that way as well. The Washington Commanders have one of the worst offensive lines. Carson Wentz, I think he's the most pressured sacked quarterback in the league right now. So you also got the head coach like just openly shitting on him. Like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. Ever. He's like, what's the problem? quarterback <laughs> quarterback he wouldn't even say his name he's like oh, so so bad i mean that's what happens when you trade for carson Wentz. i mean yeah i mean you knew he you're probably getting. had something to do with that too like that's kind yeah. of on him right <laughs> though that's literally what like like twitter was responding and i think even the reporter may have responded have been like you had a role in picking him though right like it's <laughs> and also like ron rivera you're a defensive guy where's the defense been all year True. I mean, they are without Chase Young, um, True. so that does play a huge part. True. But even last year, they were they got torched in the secondary. I mean, that was what teams did all all year last year was just throw against them. So, um, but yeah, hopefully they uh, one of these teams at least scores a touchdown. <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? A win's a win. It's coming from Colts fans. So, but yep. moving on from this dust bowl, um, 
we are moving on to the Bengals and Saints. Um, the Bengals are on the road, uh, one and a half point favorites against PB Saints. Um, PB is not here to defend his Saints. Thank um, God. Thank God. We don't, yeah, Let's we don't just have to trash them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Nick, it looks like you have a pick. Um, I almost took a side on this one just because I wanted just to poke uh, poke at the bear, but um, I didn't. So, Nick, let's hear it from you. Yeah, I mean, on one side, I think you got a Bengals team who's starting to put it together um, more than they were the first few games of the year. So they're starting to click again. I think, you know, they should have both of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase pretty healthy. Um, so... I mean, I think Lattimore could maybe take one of them out of the game, limit them a little bit. But uh, otherwise, I think that, you know, they're in a spot with they're just going to be in a playoff hunt with the Ravens all year. So they're not going to sleep on any game. Um, And then on the other side, like the Saints, I think Taysom Hill had like three touchdowns last week. So like if that's four, okay, even worse, if that's what you're banking on, like this Bengals defense is going to just shut that down like they're really good against the run so uh it's not a good matchup and i think this line really didn't make any sense to me it's like almost near a pick them so uh for that reason this is my lock of the week uh uday nation is gonna get the dub so yeah i i like that i was telling i was texting pb saying like you know i just wish both teams could find a way to lose just (laughs) because he's also a Bengals bandwagon fan and we have to hear that too um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Nick. Minus one and a half. Um, that's a good yeah, that line just doesn't really make sense. So especially we with the Saints, we don't know who's playing quarterback this week. Mm-hmm. Pretty so. sure it's still Dalton. I don't think it really matters to me, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah, Dalton's probably the same level as Winston. So yeah, but <laughs> probably takes care of the ball a little better, actually. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like... less interceptions for sure. Yeah. But all right, let's move it on. Uh, we have the sneaky New York Jets traveling to the frozen tundra of Lambeau. Um, the Packers are minus seven over under is 46 and a half. Um, I am the only one with a pick here, so I'll go right into it. Packers minus seven. I am taking that. The Jets are not, I, I they're the Jets still, and like I just do not think they have the, the offensive firepower to keep up. With a good team like the Packers, yes, the Packers look again lackluster last week against the Giants. Giants definitely have a better defense than the Jets do. The Giants have a sneaky good defense, um, which I really didn't see this uh, this year. Um, I don't think a lot of people did either. But the Jets, I mean, okay, they have a decent defense, but their offense is the thing I worry about in keeping up with the Packers. Yes, they have Brees Hall, who had a good week last week. That was against the Dolphins, who are banged up who brought in a third string quarterback halfway through wait not even halfway like the first or second quarter who like you know like he probably second knew some drive of, yeah yeah he probably knew some of the playbook but like they didn't game plan for him they game plan for teddy uh so yes the jets ended up winning by like 18 20 points but i, I don't buy it i don't buy the jets um aaron Rodgers coming off a loss is 144 77 and or 71 and one um, is, that, is that good? That's that's pretty good. And he's out. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, he's going to be pissed. You know, it's, I mean, people are going to put the, you know, the loss on him. The offense didn't score in the second half last week. I don't see that happening again. See the Packers routing the Jets. I think the Jets maybe get to 10 points. Um, so, 
I like the Packers there, minus seven. Yeah, the Jets had uh, back-to-back rookie quarterbacks who came into the game, did not start the game in their last two games that they won. And yeah. this this line, I think if you didn't see that happen, if they're playing against the starters in each of these games, this line's probably closer to nine or ten. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't. I really don't quite understand this one. But, hey, that's why the books made money last week. Maybe they know something we don't. But still, with this line, I, I like the Packers here, minus seven. Um, all right, moving on to the next game here. We have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to the G-Men. Um, Ravens are minus five-point favorites on the road. Um, Alex, what do you got from this one? Yeah, I don't think anyone in the world – literally in the entire world predicted the giants starting off the season four and one. Um, if you have the receipts, please send them to me because <laughs> you're on another planet. Yeah. Um, so obviously we just talked about it. Giants coming off of a big win in London town against the Packers. Um, that defensive line really showed up that game and gave Rogers and that offense problems. Um, and I think that's largely in, in part to the fact of uh, wink Martindale's, Defensive coordination, um, just obviously a fun name to say too. But uh, so Wink was the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, Lamar's first couple of years in the league. So he's had a couple of years worth of practice against this defense and this these unique looks that uh, that he brings. Um, the Ravens defense also stepped up big last week. Uh, they got Ronnie Staley back in the lineup for most of the game. He started for them, which is huge for that O-line and that run game, which they rely heavily on. And the Ravens have still only trailed for a couple of minutes the entire season. Um, I do think that they cover the spread, but I'm going to go a little bit different route here. I'm going to take the Ravens team total over 25 and a half. I think Lamar is going to uh, give the Giants uh, defensive line some problems. I think he's going to be able to roll out on them, pick up some big uh, big chunk plays, and um, we get Rashad Bateman back, I'm pretty sure. So I think we're going to get a couple of deep balls to him as well. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a that's a good pick. Also, the, the Giants are pretty young, so and they haven't faced a mobile quarterback like this before. Um, I, I definitely see Lamar getting loose. Um, and causing issues for that Giants defense. But all righty, uh, moving on, we have the Patriots versus the Browns. The Browns are minus two and a half point favorites. Over under is 42 and a half. Um, Nick, the reverse curse didn't work. Oh. You actually middled that. That was unbelievable. Both sides. So. <laughs> I can't believe that actually Two weeks happened. in a row I've lost on these bets by like <laughs> under a point. It's just, it's crushing, honestly. Like yeah. I've been so close to at least pushing, but it's like, oh, maybe I yeah. should have bought the extra point. Maybe, you know, pay, pay oh. the couple cents more and yeah. get that so that doesn't happen to you. I mean, not only oh, did Browns. you lost the bet, but your brownies lost as well. But hey, um, I think the Browns, you know, they show signs of a good team. They have a good team around them. Jacoby Percet is obviously the issue right now. You can't throw a pick. But that yeah. defense too, though. The defense, man. What's going on there? Well, I think they recognize that it's a problem, and we actually just traded for uh, Levante David, midseason move, which I like to see. I know he's a veteran guy that's sitting on the IR right now, but uh, 
he's going to come back and hopefully kind of bring that veteran presence and some experience to, you know, some of the woes that they're having will hopefully be solved just with a little bit of experience. we got a lot of young linebackers out there, you know, Owusu Koromora and uh, Jacob Phillips, both two or three years in. So um, I think that's really the pain point. Our, our cornerbacks are great, but center of the defense is quite bad. Yeah. So, but again, I, I still like the Browns here at minus two and a half. Uh, Patriots might be rolling out Zappy again, which, hey, you know, kudos to him. They've they've won their last two, <clears throat> two games with him. Um, but I think that this could come to an end. Um, so I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half. Uh, the Browns stat lines and trends are not good. Um, they're like two and seven last nine uh, covering the spread. The Patriots have owned them for like the last 12 games. That's also, you know, bar in fact that Brady was there. Brady's not there anymore. I mean, so Bill, <clears throat> so Bill Belichick. He likes Ooh. to beat up on his Man. old team. He does. But, you know, I, I still like the Browns here. Minus two and a half. I, I just overall, I think that they are the better team and they will cover this. So Browns minus two and a half lock. Get in. All right. Uh, moving on. We have the Vikings. Again, this line doesn't really make sense to me. Traveling to the Miami Dolphins, Vikings are minus three and a half point road favorites. Um, looks like Nick, you have a pick, a pick on this one. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are just pretty beat up right now. I think they have their third string quarterback that's going to start. So uh, I, I got to think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson have enough uh, ammo and firepower to cover the spread on this one. Um, I think that's really all it boils down to. I don't think they'll be able to keep up, honestly. Uh, the Dolphins just pretty lackluster offense without a good quarterback back there. So, um, yeah, I think they had a good start to the season, but they're going to even out here. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks because they were rolling there early and then that two yeah. injury and then Tyreek and Waddle are both banged up right now, too. Tyreek yeah. left that game in a walking boot. I think they yep. both play, but uh, Waddle's also had like a groin going on. So, yeah. And then Justin Jefferson is just Randy Moss reincarnated. I mean, seeing what he did to the Bears and obviously the rest of the season, like just because he's a fun player to watch. That dude is special. Yeah, he is. The Vikings maybe have figured out their offensive side of the ball. That's always kind of been their issues throughout the years. They're finally um, giving it to Dalvin again, too. I was going to say Dalvin Cook's finally, finally. waking up again. Yeah. Yeah. I it, it, it blows my mind when you have someone in the backfield like that and the coach just decides, you know, we're not going to use them. We're not going to help out the rest Pass. of the team. Yeah, we're just going to throw the ball. <laughs> times like, a game. Yeah, I mean, that's why Kirk Cousins looks like he does sometimes because he's throwing the ball and people are just – he's an easy reading quarterback, I guess. Yeah. Um, but all right, moving on. We have the 49ers traveling to Atlanta. 49ers are five and a half point road favorites. A lot of road favorites this week. Um, over under is 44 and a half. Um, I am the only one with a pick for this game. Yes, the Falcons are undefeated against the spread. They are the only team left who have covered each and every game. They are America's team, um, according to sports betters, because they Again, they have covered every spread, but that ends this week. The 49ers are probably going to be the best defense they face all year. Um, this offensive line is insane. There is, it's hard to block um, both off the edge. Their linebacker core, there's, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they have players everywhere on the field. Their depth is amazing. 
Um, and I just, and the Falcons again, um, their weapons are just, I mean, yes, you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts is a little bit still banged up. He didn't play last week. I would assume he plays this week, but 49ers are really good against tight ends. Um, and I think the 49ers are just going to control the ball and run and run and run, um, and just not allow the Falcons to get in any type of groove. Um, so I like the 49ers here minus five and a half. This, I almost took the other side of this game. Um, I love the 49ers. They're one of my favorite teams to watch, uh, but they got banged up that last game. They lost Bosa, Mosley, Jimmy Ward, and then they're missing a couple other guys on the line and another linebacker, six total defensive starters. Um, I don't know. The Falcons have been close in every game that they've played, obviously covering all five, but um, I don't know. I, I stayed away from it purely because I th- obviously think the 49ers are a much better team, but they're so banged up. And I think the public perception, I think when Sunday comes around and we see the uh, the percentage of tickets versus percentage of money, I think it's going to be a large amount of tickets and a low amount of money on the 49ers. I think um, obviously they come off killing the Panthers sending Matt rule to the gallows um, and the Falcons lose to the Bucks in a game that they should have had a chance to come back and win. If it wasn't for that pass interference call, which is pretty egregious. I guess you just can't abuse the elderly in the NFL anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, I stayed away from this, but um, just solely because the, the 49ers defensive injuries kind of scare me on that yeah. side. Yeah, there's. I'm looking there right now. There, there are a lot of question marks on uh, a lot of their players, which um, it does worry me a little bit. But eight and two against the spread last ten games, I'll I'll ride with that. Um, yeah, I mean, you flip it on the other side, and I mean, Atlanta's five and zero in the last f- five against the spread. But so something we'll have to give. But um, I just I think the the Forty uh, ers is just a little bit better coach team, and I think they'll be able to pull oh, it yeah. out. So yeah. Um. All right, moving on to we're at the. Four o'clock, three o'clock games, depending on where you live. <laughs> and this um, one actually might be like a five or six o'clock game. Do you see that? What? The uh so if the Mariners, who do they who are they playing? Whatever the, the MLB playoffs is, whoever the Mariners are playing, if they force a game five, uh, they said that they're gonna move this Cardinals Seahawks game back an hour. Astros. Is it the Astros? No, no, no. Yeah, Astros no, no. are home. No, Seattle's at home. They're playing the um, the fit. No, no. Nope. Think of it now. I had it, but anyways, um, we're not baseball guys. <laughs> no, no, this is a football <laughs> podcast. Clearly, um, but yeah, there's a potential which would be kind of cool because we'd get two. Four oh, it is the Astros. You're right. Nick. Is it the Astros? Yeah. So we'd potentially get two four o'clock games. And then if this got bumped an hour to an hour and a half, it'd lead directly into Sunday night football. So literally like from noon until nine, what? 10 o'clock at night. But is it because the game's on Fox? Like the baseball game? I is? think so. Yeah, I think that, so. That makes no sense. Get I don't, I don't get it, but. It could it could fare well for us uh us watchers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so Cardinals are minus two and a half point favorites on the road. Again, another road favorite. Fifty one and a half points is the over under. Nick, uh, what do you got from here? 
Who? The Cardinals? I don't I think this game. Nick doesn't have the <laughs> – oh, I got Alex. Sorry, that's sorry, okay. sorry. No, that's okay. I have Kyler Murray on my fantasy teams, and, like, that's <laughs> enough Cardinals exposure for me for, like, the rest of the year. Yeah. Alex is <laughs> – Well, at, at least until D-Hop comes back. The Seahawks yeah. are the better team here. I don't, I don't get this at all. They're at home, which is one of, like, the few NFL stadiums left where home advantage is a real thing. Um, and – until D Hop comes back, the Seahawks are a much better team than the Cardinals are. I don't care how bad their defense is. They just laid 32 on a good Saints defense, and that's the last compliment I'll give the Saints. Um, but Arizona has done absolutely nothing to impress me this entire year. Yes, the score yeah, of the Eagles so the score of the Eagles game was a field goal, but like the Eagles were never not in control of that game. They go up 14-0 early. They start running the ball, start throwing checkdowns, and basically just managing the clock. Um, Arizona still hasn't scored in the first quarter the entire year. So if you want to just take like a Seahawks first quarter, I think they're plus 106 right now. Um, don't hate that bet. And the stats have always told us back Kingsbury as a dog, faded him as a favorite. Um, so – I'm going Seahawks here plus two and a half. And I think I'll probably sprinkle some on the money line too. Yeah. I, I Cliff clean Cliff Kingsbury is very much on the hot seat right now. Um, again, I, I'll go back to it. I don't think Kyle Murray is that caliber quarterback quite yet. Um, and obviously Cliff is not helping him. Yeah. He might have these fancy plays and whatnot. And, but Hey, I mean, just because you have all these toys, I mean, you gotta be able to, know how to utilize him and he's just not figured it out yet so yeah i mean this i feel like this could be an over game too just with how bad the seahawks defense is that's what scares that's me bad. but yeah um and then it's like how much do you trust gino i mean he's he's done well against bad teams uh he's been okay against good better defenses i mean what are the cardinals defense are they good are they bad i don't they kind of middle in the road yeah um honestly i think gino smith is like better than half the league right now a hundred percent Currently, for sure. Yeah. I'd take him over I mean, Justin Fields right now, too. Because you sound insane. Like, you're, you're like, I should never be saying this, but, like, he's I actually mean, done pretty good. He's done yeah. pretty well. But, like, what was this? We're, uh, we are year eight in the NFL. Yeah. So, I like, think if it's he like was one a of good those things, he has, like, nothing to lose. So, he's just going out there and just, like, foot on the gas and just playing his heart out. So I mean honestly this this just hurts the Seahawks because if he if they end up finishing over five hundred because he only signed a one year contract, like are you gonna pay him? Like would you pay Gino? No. <laughs> no, not at all. I, if he could put a whole season together, I might give him like two more years. Give him like a uh a Mitchell Trubisky contract, like a two year fifteen million dollar I don't know. We'll see. I think a lot of incentives. You're just kicking the can down the road. But all right. So uh, we are moving on to the game of the week, which should be flexed into a Monday night game uh, because I do not want to watch the Broncos play another primetime game this entire year. Uh, But unfortunately, the NFL has decided not to flex this game, which again, the, the decision to make this game not a Sunday or Monday night game just doesn't make sense when it came out. Uh, But here we are. We have the Bills. Uh, traveling to the Chiefs, the Bills are two and a half point favorites, road favorites. Again, this is like a uh, recurring theme of this podcast. Um, the I, I believe this is the very first time Patrick Mahomes is an underdog at home his yep. entire career. That's like 50 games, which is, again, 
a Insane. ridiculous stat. It's just, it's just stupid. And He's seven zero and one ATS as a dog out. Like, yeah, th- there are so many trains, trends trends in this game that we can pick at. I mean, we will pick at them because it will, you know, go with our picks. But to think that Nick thought Patrick Holmes was not a good quarterback still blows my mind. But so that being said, Nick, <laughs> I will let you uh, open this up and uh, got to say it every little, week. Yeah. They say uh, jealousy is a really ugly trait, and uh, <laughs> sometimes it just takes a lot of self-reflection to understand what that means. And for me, it was saying Patrick Mahomes was bad after he knocked Baker's hot browns out of the playoffs. <laughs> um, it was really Chad Henney that put us away. But anyhow, um, I, I think this is obviously last year was probably one of the best sports games like I think I've ever watched. Ever. So very excited for this week uh i think it'll be a close game so i threw this one in a teaser just to play it safe because i think either team could win they're both wagons uh so i teased this one up to plus nine for the chiefs which just feels so comfortable um then i also threw the jags colts in there you get eight and a half points for the jags which um we saw them blow out the colts the first game i don't think it's gonna go the same way and uh I think that game will also be close. So, um, you know, a team that just dominated their previous opponent, you get eight and a half points. So I'm feeling real comfortable with this teaser. I strictly didn't put the Colts in any of my picks just so, you know, we wouldn't have to talk about them. But since you bring them up, I mean, dude, the Colts are a wagon right now. Do you see how many points put up last week? (laughs) I'm so Like I said, I'll take eight and a half. I think it'll be a closer game than before. Yeah. All right, Alex, let's hear it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we've kind of touched on everything I was going to bring up. Mahomes as a home dog, feed me that every single time I'm going to get it. It might be one of like the three times we get it in his entire 20-year career or whatever. So um, I will not miss an opportunity to bet that. Um, You know, what what a treat we get. It's just this game and the night game are just going to be some some good football to watch. But um. Still want to see if the Bills can overcome the Chiefs, man. Uh, they're one in three in the last two years against them, and obviously that playoff defeat was absolutely crushing. Um, got overtime rules changed because because of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mahomes as a home dog, Chiefs plus three. I will take that any day. Yeah, this 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 little matchup reminds me of the uh, the Colts and the Patriots with Manning and Brady. Manning just could never seem to beat Tom. It, I mean, he only beat him a couple of times and beat him once in the AFC championship game. So I'm definitely thinking we'll be seeing this one uh, for years to come. Obviously this, this gives me vibes of that. The chiefs Rams game, that Monday night thriller of like 55, 52. I'm, I'm imagining that in my head and I'm getting so excited for it. So with that being said, <clears throat> here we go. I'm not going to lie, week five had some bad lines, starting with my two terrible rhymes. But week six should be much sweeter. I'm so eager for this game of the week. This won't be bleak. Don't you tweak and don't you critique my week six pick. Give me the Bills and Chiefs to cover this line. Over 53 and a half will do just fine. The the over-under... Has the over has gone over in the last four, the last five games? Um, again, we've talked about it. Um, we can talk talk about it till we're blue in the face. Both these teams score points. 
the Bills defense is still a little banged up. Um, so with that, I will be taking liking the Chiefs to win this game. But just to be safe, I, I like the over 53 and a half. Give me give me 62 to 57 game. I, that's what I want to see. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even the Chiefs can't really stop anyone either on on no. uh defense. So um again, I think there's just gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen throwing for 500 yards each. And this is going to be insane. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll give me the over here. Game, but you have to do um, a pretty loaded stack of this game, I think, or else you're just out of the money. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are uh, correct in saying that. But, all right, boys, let's move on to Sunday night. We have the somehow 4-1 Cowboys traveling to the undefeated uh, Philadelphia Eagles in this NFC matchup. Uh, divisional matchup Eagles are six and a half point favorites, um, which you know it's moving or it's moving around a little bit. The Eagles are a little banged up on the offensive line. Um, Nick, a would, lot of it. Yeah. They're Nick, missing like four starters. Micah Parsons is going to have a day. All right. So that's, so what, well, where are you going? Yeah. I'm even loving it. I took this at five and a half. I checked today. Cowboys are up to plus six and a half. So love that even more. I think that's coming off of the news of Cooper Rush is going to start another week. But uh, I think the story of Dallas this year is that defense. So you're telling me that maybe the best edge rushers in the league are going up against the beat up Eagles team. Already a rivalry game, you know, it's going to be close. So to get six and a half points in that scenario uh, seems like a no brainer to me. All right, Alex. Yeah, uh, this is going to be another exciting one. Um, I think that the Cowboys have a Super Bowl caliber defense. I don't know if the offense, even with that, can keep up with them. But um, if MVP was not a quarterback award, Micah Parsons would be in the conversation, no doubt. He's less than, I think, last time I saw it, he was plus 200 to win defensive MVP already. Like that short of odds this early into the season just tells you how much he's dominating week in and week out. And he's been battling a groin injury through all of it. Um, So to see what he's doing out there is just next level stuff. Like Nick said, the Eagles O-line is banged up. We saw what the Cowboys did to the Rams, who have maybe one of the worst, if not the worst O-lines in the league right now. Um, Stafford had no time all day. They put up 10 points on them. And I think we'd all agree the Rams generally have a pretty good offense. So um, I think this is going to be a game that's fought in the trenches and won in the trenches. These offensive and defensive line matchups, I think, are going to dictate who wins this game. But I also think it's going to dictate the pace of this game, and I think it's going to slow it down quite a bit. So I'm going to ride the under at 42 and a half right now. And um just expect a defensive kind of juggernaut type battle. I like that. Interdivision games are usually lower scoring too. So you got that for you. Yeah. And unders on the year have been huge as well as of course, everyone's been talking about primetime unders in particular have been hitting at a pretty high clip. So. Yeah. My, my two cents on the, the Cowboys is, I mean, barring their first two games, the, they played the bucks and the Bengals. They really haven't played anyone else. I understand. I mean, they played the Rams, but the Rams are so beat up right now. Um, so I'd like to see them play better against a good offense uh, before I start saying Super Bowl and Cowboys in the same sentence because you know that that does to that fan base. It gets um, 
six to midnight real quick. And uh, <laughs> I just don't want to hear it from the Cowboys fans. Yeah. Not that I know many, but uh, right. just general sense. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I, I've been on the Eagles all year. They screwed me last week. Actually, the, the kicker for Arizona screwed me because I think if that game would have gone overtime, I wouldn't yeah. just fine. But yeah, I do too. But anyways, so th- yeah, like I said, we get a, a good game Sunday night and rolling into Monday night, we have a AFC divisional West matchup game with the stinky Broncos going against the, I don't know what to think of chargers. The chargers are minus five and a half point favorites. Um, the Broncos do have a great secondary. Um, I'm pretty sure they're second in the league in um, allowing pass uh, for pass yards on defense. But the Broncos, I mean, we find out that Russell Wilson is dealing with a shoulder injury, torn muscle, whatever it might be that he picked up against the Raiders. I guess they wanted to protect their, protect their quarterback, even though he played in the entire game against the Colts and looked like shit. So I, I don't know what to believe coming out of Denver. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett might just be a good offense coordinator and not a good coach, but um, both these coaches have made very questionable calls. I mean, for God's sakes, the Chargers almost gave away the game last week against the Browns going for them fourth and one. They really, really tried to give the Browns that game. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I almost I just... turned it off. I mean, what... <laughs> there's I just, just I... no reason for that. They they were on like the forty yard, their own forty. Like, yeah, it what just... are you doing? these coaches are just not making the right decisions at the right times. They have, you know, a good, you know, a good understanding of the game, but like in these game time scenarios, they're just falling apart. Um, so that being said, um, I'm actually taking my first teaser of the year, a six point teaser. Um, I'm taking the Broncos plus 11 and a half. I just, I think I, I keep saying this and it's going to bite me, but plus plus 11 and a half, a divisional game. That's a lot of points. You have to think that the Broncos are going to figure out an offense like they have to. They absolutely have to, or else, you know, Russell Wilson's going to be run out of town. Nathaniel Hackett's going to be gone, and they're going to be looking stupid because they gave away three picks, first round picks for Russell Wilson, and then also paid him like two hundred million dollars. Um, so I'm going to take, I'm going to add that onto the Rams minus four and a half. Yes, the Rams stink, um, but they are playing the. Um, who are, they, who are they playing? Why did I just the Panthers? Panthers, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. Against the Panthers, who are probably starting start, starting PJ Walker. Nothing against PJ Walker. He was Colts practice squad. Wait, actually, yeah, actually, yeah. Was Baker hurt? Yeah, Baker, Baker got hurt. hurt, and I yeah. guess Sam Darnold is just uh, MIA. He's he was still on IR, I think, or he just. <laughs> oh, he? Off. I think he's can come off IR. He retired. Now. Did they just like? <laughs> proactively put him on IR so they didn't have to play him even though yeah, he wasn't I think, hurt. Yeah. So I think that's coach's what they did. decision to not yeah. play. Exactly. Healthy scratch. Yeah. So yeah, Poor so uh, move the Rams down from ten and a half to four and a half and the Broncos up to eleven and a half. I think that's a uh that's a decent little team. I like right that. There. I like yeah. that. I took the Broncos I think at plus five. I think you said it best though. I don't know what to think about the Chargers. Uh, I I don't know. Like they didn't impress me. Like they they got a good offense. They put up a lot of points, but I thought their defense would just be so much better. And they're, they're banged up not, too. But yeah, yeah they get the injury like not, every time. Every yeah, year. very like, lackluster. Yeah, I feel like it's the same narrative with the Chargers every year. Going into the season, everyone's so high on them, and rightfully so. I mean, 
they've got so much talent, so yeah, much yeah. talent on both sides of the ball. And they just never see, and granted it's still early, but that division's going to get away from them quick if they don't start putting it together. Um, but yeah, they just don't seem to put it together. They don't seem to, to, to use that talent that they have. And I, I don't know, man. Yeah. You yeah. had generational talent in um, in the quarterback play with, you still got him on a rookie contract too. Like, yeah, this is the window. You got yeah, Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. I mean, he's gonna get paid. I mean, yeah, you're right. This is the window, and I mean, they've done the, they've done all the right steps. They've made their yeah, defense yeah. better. The offensive line is good. They have a running back. They have two great receivers, even an okay tight end in Gerald Everett. Um, so we'll see. Again, the Broncos. I, I honestly think this is a must win for the Broncos, or else they are, yeah. man. There's there's gonna be heads on pikes for sure. Um, but yeah, with that being said, that is going to be, uh, the week six wrap up here. Um, hopefully you guys tail us and we do better than last week. I think we are, I'm liking our picks a little better than we were last week. Again, Nick said coming in and kind of jinx us saying, I hate every single line. Um, so let's, uh, it went with my gut. I knew wasn't the week to bet. Take one off. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you don't like a line, just take the week off, but yeah. You know, shoot for stars, land on the moon type of uh, attitude we're going into <laughs> week six. So um, thank you guys. Like and subscribe, share with your friends, um, and we will talk to you tomorrow for our DFS show. See ya. Peace.